What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn. And Coach Vaughn is on. What's up? Here we go. Another week. Another intro. I think I did it right this time. What do you guys think about the intro song? I know I said I was going to play this song until I found a new one or until I could get someone to like do a parody rap for me but I think we're getting used to this what do you guys think do you like it I am a little biased because it is my song I wrote it and produced it myself and I sang on it oh look at the skills of uh the multi-talented Von DiCarlo last name brown bondi carlo is a double first name enough about me what's up y'all a lot is happening a lot is happening as usual am i the only one that like taps out of the news every single day after just two seconds you're like i can't take this anymore um i i can't be the only one like i'm at a every other day news watch uh, because I, I, it's just it's just so much, and even when you watch ESPN, especially like First Take, if if you are still watching First Take, because I know uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon is kicking it over there on uh, killing it over there on Fox Sports. Um, but when you watch First Take or ESPN or a lot of these shows, it's um, sports and politics it's all just intertwined and it's just everywhere you go it's trump this and trump that and he's doing this and he's doing that and just at this point it's like well he's just gonna do whatever he wants to do like there's nothing he can do for anyone to drag his ass out of office obviously so it's like really weird watching the news because it seems like a hollywood movie But if you really think about it, Hollywood is being shut down with all of the sexual harassment and sexual assault, sexual um, molestation, all the hashtag me twos and Hollywood is is getting shut down with that crap. Whereas our politicians are flourishing, you know. Our pussy grabbing president has not lost a beat. And, um, you know, I'm one of those people that are, you know, I'm 100% for our justice system where it's innocent until proven guilty. But it appears that um, it's official, like it's guilty until proven innocent these days. Uh, Trial by social media and trial by because society said you did it. It is very dangerous, but it's, hey, that's where we are. And obviously, um, you are now guilty until proven innocent. And then in the case of someone uh, rich and uh, privileged, like President 45, you can be clearly guilty. You know, the Trump tapes proved exactly what he thinks about women and, and he admitted to you know, grabbing them by the pussy and kissing them in the mouth and all that stuff without permission. But he still is the president. You know, not saying that people in Hollywood shouldn't, you know, lose position if they are in fact guilty of abusing the their power and molesting um, underage children in Hollywood and 
you know, taking advantage of women and assaulting them and all of that crap. Of course, you should not be in a position of power if you are going to um, abuse people in any way. However, that rule does not seem to apply to Washington, to our politicians. It's amazing to me that Hollywood is going down and politics is going up. So what are they trying to tell us? If you would like to abuse women and children, um, get a job in, in politics. I mean, that used to be the NFL's position, right? <laughs> if you want to, you know, get a pass for domestic violence and, and smacking a bitch with the back of your hand, like an old school Ike Turner move, come to the NFL. <laughs> Don't abuse no damn dogs. But, you know, women, psh, beat that ass, you know. Uh, making light of very serious, you know, situations or whatnot. But it's just, it's crazy to me what's going on in this world where, um, you know, our politicians who we should hold in the highest regards and that should be the most responsible in their actions uh, we're looking to our athletes uh, right now the NBA is like the top notch of the most pristine and gracious and and well put together men on the planet if you look at it uh, LeBron James being at the top of course and Steph Curry um, and his wife LeBron and his wife and his family all very you know amazing people and we're looking to them for the answers. This world is so out of order. It's crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, I try to limit myself to watching like CNN and Fox and all of that stuff. Like to a very, very minimum. Gotta know what's going on. You know, I'm a comic. So I definitely have to stay informed and try and reach people through laughter if at all possible these days. I don't know if we're allowed to even say anything. I mean, I'm going to keep doing my thing um, until I'm told not to, I guess. And then what? Then where are we, everyone, when everyone is guilty until proven innocent unless you got fat pockets and some type of privilege um, where you can be guilty right in front of our faces? And then, you know, you could say, no, the sky ain't blue. It's red. Uh, no, it's not. It's blue. I'm looking right at it. Nah, it's red because I said so. Now I'm moving right along. Like nobody is challenging. Well, I can't say nobody is challenging uh, Donald Trump and all his, you know, Trumpers for all their ridiculousness. Can't say that no one's not challenging it because there are people even in politics that are trying to challenge it. But then when you look at everything, you're like, wait a minute, what is... What is your motivation? You would hope that people just want to do the right thing. But when you start looking at it, it's like, well, why are you doing this? Because this, this is like the whole take the knee thing, right? Colin Kaepernick started it with a very genuine reason. Like, hey, I'm not going to stand for the flag and all, you know, all the injustices, police brutality, blah, blah, blah. Not going to stand. And then 
he was advised, you know, that that's very disrespectful to the flag and our veterans and, and the good cops that do serve and protect us. And he said, you know what? You are absolutely right. I'm going to take a knee because that's how you honor those who, you know, are veterans and those who do serve and protect us honorably, honorably. Why can't I talk honorably? Jesus Christ, um, help me with my speech. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Lately, I can't talk. I can't enunciate and articulate properly. Ever since I went home for Thanksgiving and uh, got my Pittsburgh swag on, I can't get rid of my accent. But anyway, you know, to decide to have a, a very respectful protest. And then when you see what the whole take the knee campaign became, it's like, wait a minute, everyone just jumped in and swayed it to their narrative and and even you know when it got to the point where all the players were taking a knee um by this time Colin Kaepernick's not even still doesn't have a job in the NFL and it wasn't for the reason it was started it was a new agenda to say that hey you can't call us sons of bitches and all of this so it's like and then it's just this whole clusterfuck of fake news and information overload and everybody is adding their own their own slant excuse me their own slant to everything so it's just like I don't even know what to believe anymore um what are people's intentions I don't know but at the end of the day end of the day when you take a look at the television and the internet and any way that you get information what you see for the most part, is our politicians are completely disgusting and out of control. Uh, Hollywood is being turned upside down with the hashtag Me Too March. And then you have our athletes, our NBA kings out there doing the damn thing. Uh, the NBA is is where it's at right now, in my humble opinion. You know, and and people were like flipping out because LeVar Ball (laughs) took his kids. He took LeAngelo Ball out of UCLA. And LeAngelo and the youngest one who is 16 still, I believe, out of high school already. That's old news. But they both signed with Lonzo's agent and they're going to be playing overseas. Uh, Ironically... It's it's so hilarious to me. I believe they're going to be playing in China, which is so cool because <laughs> it just makes me giggle. Like the irony of Leangelo and his younger bu- brother Lamelo going to play in China, where all of this jumped off anyway. With Leangelo getting into trouble. If you listen to my previous episode, I think it was like either ten or eleven, something like that, uh, where I talked about the middle child syndrome. And that this was probably a cry for help. And no one knew Leangelo's name until now. We know his name now. He still doesn't have his own signature shoe. But I bet you it's coming. Uh, LaMelo had his own signature shoe. I believe he's the first kid in high school to ever have his own signature shoe. And of course, you have the original Big Baller brand shoe, the Zoes. Um... Lonzo's shoe came out first but it's like everyone's bugging out like uh, LeVar Ball is doing some type of harm 
to his kids and they're like oh this is a 30 for 30 waiting to happen i'm like maybe um because i do understand that kids can be very ungrateful um to the direction that you they are you are giving them as a parent but uh it looks to me like he's doing very well by his children and if it seems like his kids know we don't know until we do actually see this uh 30 for 30 or like 10 15 20 years from now but uh oh by the way it it was episode 10 it's called in the middle posted on november 13th where i talked about leangelo ball and his middle child syndrome but everyone is well first of all everyone is always on lavar balls back about how he's kind of pimping his kids out and um taking attention from lonzo and making his rookie season so difficult but at the end of the day when i look at it i'm like wait a minute um these kids life is your best lesson right what do our parents what do parents want to send their children to college for now in this case he made it very clear that for all of his sons and the lonzo UCLA deal was you know a package deal so the other two were going to go there um under that package deal but so what do parents want to send their kids to college for right a better future so LaVar made it very clear you know he wants his kids to have that one and done thing like it was never a long-term get your education popping at UCLA plan that was never the big baller brand uh, big daddy plan big big baller big what do I call him big daddy ball uh that was never his plan um and I think if these kids were smart they will follow his their dad's lead I think he's doing a wonderful job I don't feel sensitive about him taking uh Leangelo out of UCLA and having him and LaMelo both sign with an agent for them to go start their careers overseas. Why? Well, let's think about it. Everyone's like, oh, they're not going to have their education to fall back on. Well, he already, number one, made it clear. There is no plan B because plan B is a distraction from plan A. Plan A is that all three of them eventually play for the Lakers. Now, let's say hypothetically, this does not happen, right? What would a plan B look like? They would get their education from UCLA and become what? Entrepreneurs of, let's say, a, a big baller brand or something? I, I think the best experience is life. And uh, Leangelo, Lamelo, and Lonzo, who is already in the NBA, have an incredible, incredibly smart father. They don't really need college. You are sending your children to college to learn what LeVar Ball is already teaching his children. And I know people are going to say, oh, they're teaching, he's teaching them that, you know, if they don't like something to just dip out and all of that. I get all of that. However, he is already a very success, successful entrepreneur. He has a growing company in the big baller brand that can expand in so many different directions, which all three of them are going to also benefit from. So let's say they don't all end up on the Lakers. What plan B do they need? They're already, you know, of some celebrity status and growing. If you look at their Twitter, 
um, Instagram following. They already have very strong followings where there are people who have strong followings on Instagram, like, like a Cardi B, uh, who didn't have any direction and became very successful. So really the world is just moving into a different direction. And what's so impressive to me about LeVar Ball is that he's right there on top of everything. A lot of people get older and they can't see the vision of new things. I think that he has a very um, broad vision of what he can do with his big baller brand and and his son's talent and directing them to make very good decisions. And they're young, they're gonna make mistakes, Leangelo. Like I said, listen to episode 10. I don't wanna repeat everything about the whole middle child syndrome, but we know his name now is the point. So I think everybody should get off of LeVar Ball's back and take a page out of his book. I'm waiting for him to write a book. Did he write a book yet? Because I'm I'm ordering that book. I want to read, you know, how to be a big baller. <laughs> yeah, man. But lay off of LeVar. Let them do their thing. Um, Christmas is coming up. I hope everyone is having um, a good holiday season so far and looking forward to their family. Um, the Balls are a great family. Uh, again, he's not only, LeVar Ball isn't just a incredible father and, and directing his sons to capitalize on their talents and their um, celebrity, but he's also a really good husband from the outside looking in. Of course, I say all of this without knowing any of them like we all do. We're just outsiders looking into other people's lives. But I believe his wife had a stroke or something. And some of the interviews that, you know, people caught up with him, like coming out of doctor's offices and hospitals and stuff, you know, wheeling his wife around in a wheelchair. He takes care of her, you know, waking up and making food for everyone. Like he's a really good dude. And he's funny too he said he was going to send donald trump a pair of zoes so he could calm down how hilarious is that <laughs> in this world and the clusterfuck of confusion we're in you need to be able to laugh you know what i'm saying i don't mind the shits and giggles that happens and overall he seems to be a really good husband a really good dad and, you know, that goes right in line with everything that I'm saying about the state of the world we're in, where we're looking to people in the in in, in pro sports and, and even the celebrities to do things like that our politicians should be doing. It's sickening. It makes me sick. But they want to chime in, you know, about the games. Like, shut up and do something in Washington to, you know, help people. How can you not want to help people? I'm one of those people that love, unconditionally love people. There's people that love animals to that extent. And not to say I don't love animals. I'm allergic to most of them. So I unfortunately can't have any pets. I'm allergic to the dander. Um, but yeah, I just don't get it. Like how you could be so cruel to others. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Christmas is coming up. I hope you guys are having a really cool holiday season so far. And, 
and for those lonely hearts like myself um i hope you are being strong through the holiday season and looking forward to those christmas games right now if you look at the eastern conference we have the celtics at the top look at that i know i already took a slice of that humble pie kyrie killing it but the Cavs, what did they do like where are we at now with that did they have like 12 in a row 13 whatever amount of games and they won a lot in a row and now they are third raptors are second in the eastern conference right now with 17 and 7 Cavs are at 19 and 8 celtics are at 23 and 5 but here's the here's the kicker for me at the beginning of the year i made fun of beasley on the knicks because he was like we're gonna be a seven or eight seed guess right guess what right now the knicks <laughs> are at 13 and 13 number eight right behind the pistons so okay it's <laughs> i went to a knicks game and um i had a good time i had to leave in the third quarter the end of the third quarter because it was like a last minute date someone asked me out and i was like cool um you know i'm trying to figure out the whole dating thing but i am also learning how to put myself first right we've we've talked about that before where it's like you can't as a woman i i like to put everything into my relationship a lot of women are like that and then we can't really function in our careers properly and right now is my time to dedicate a lot of time to myself and my career in comedy so as much as i wanted to stay to the end of the game i tapped out and left at the end of the third quarter because i had a show at at 10 and i had so much fun though courtney lee went off i don't know if you guys follow you know whoever do, follows my instagram i was posting in um in my stories in my instagram stories i was posting all my little fun times and court i could just i read body language really well and i just saw a little bit of fire up under courtney lee and i was like i think he's about to go off and most certainly courtney lee started doing his thing and i was so hype it was very fun to watch. Um, I was very disappointed that, um, no, Timmy Shimmy for me, Tim Hardaway wasn't in the game when I was there. So I was super not feeling that because when I was invited to the game, that was one of the first things I thought about. I was like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> well, the first thing I thought about was like, okay, who are they playing tonight? And it was the Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies. So I was like, okay, um, I get to like side eye, um, Mr. Gasol about the firing of the coach or whatnot. I'm like, you better do your thing because you know you got, you know, <laughs> got people fired and things. But anyway, I was like, okay, I want to see Tim Hardaway do his thing, but he wasn't in the game. Um, the highlight for me was uh, Courtney Lee. Beasley got into the game with his braids and you know he kind of shoot and still bounce around like he too cool for school kind of guy you know what I mean but um he did all right he was he was doing all right I can't really complain but it was just funny to me at the beginning of the year when he was like yeah we're gonna be um seventh or eighth seed 
I was like, really? But it's looking like he was right. Him and his tight ass braids. Go ahead, Michael Paul Beasley Jr. <laughs> Kansas State alum. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, I missed the fourth quarter because I had a show. Um, I had to get downtown. And so I told the guy I was with, you know, thank you. Had a good time. Unfortunately, I have to leave, you know, at the end of the third quarter. But I was like, please do me a favor. Please tell me, you know, what happens at the end of the game. I wanted to know if Courtney Lee, you know, kept firing it off. But when I was about to leave, I could tell he was kind of, he was warming up. I mean, not warming up. He was cooling off a little bit. So I was like, mm, curious to see who's going to come up big in a fourth. And of course, of course, it was the unicorn, KP6. Um, I did not get to see the end of the game. Uh, but I was getting the text messages like, yo, Courtney, I'm sorry, uh, KP is you know came up big in the end and that's how it went so the Knicks if they keep up their little fire under their booties might actually you know Michael Beasley might have actually been right can you be it believe it let's go Knicks um so that's where we're at with that the Christmas games I don't know about you guys what are you I, I don't know what you what games you are looking forward to the most. Usually for me, every Christmas, I just watch all the games that start at noon and it goes for like the entire game um, till midnight pretty much because the last game, it, it starts at 10.30 p.m. So it's the, the last game, which this year would be the Timberwolves and Lakers start at 10.30 p.m. So that's going to go for the rest of the night. So basically on Christmas, I sit down in front of my TV and I watch basketball from noon until midnight. How boring am I? The noon game is going to be the Sixers versus the Knicks. Go Ben Simmons. I mean, let's go Knicks. I didn't mean it like that, but I do like Ben Simmons. Okay, I do. I cannot lie. Um, that's going to be everyone's rookie of the year, right? Is is everyone on that uh, bandwagon or no? Who are we? Who are we thinking about? Ben Simmons or who? You guys tweet me and stuff. I want to hear back from you more often. Um, I want to hear from all of you guys. Let me know what you guys are feeling um, as far as what Christmas games you want to watch, what's going to be your favorite game of the day is Ben Simmons going to be rookie of the year. Um, yeah, so we have seven, uh, the 76ers versus the Knicks. And then we have the Cavs and the Warriors at three o'clock. That's going to be the biggest game, of course, because we're going to get that feeler for what everyone thinks is to come. Is, is Steph Curry still out? He was out for, I think, two weeks with an ankle sprain or something. Um, but I don't know when that two weeks started. My days just run together, y'all. I don't even know how I had time to go out on this date. Um, I want a date. I want to be in a relationship. I've said it a thousand times. I don't really like being alone, but I think being alone is the best thing for me. 
right now in learning how to truly be independent and uh, my emptiness syndrome is weighing on me so heavy god bless my baby out there in california doing her thing but i'm literally in new york by myself and i i think i need to pick up my book and this is not a shameless plug i am dead serious i think i need to go back and read my book speak fluent man and just remind myself of some basic principles that i just know about relationships and apply them to myself because of course i'm one of those people that you know when i hear stuff it's very easy for me to point things out and sometimes you know as a person it's easier to see things in others but for me i know you know i can see things in myself sometimes uh, people say the the first step is knowing right for me sometimes knowing could be the curse because it's like i'm completely aware that i'm going to eat four donuts right now because i'm having a love affair with food because it's the physical stimulation and the, the love that i'm receiving in my life right now i know i'm gaining weight i know i'm beyond the weight of my comfort and I need to you know hardcore get this weight off of me and get my diet back together and get my energy up and then you sit down and you know watch a game and you go okay tomorrow and of course tomorrow never comes but I'm aware I'm aware of all of these things I'm aware of all these things and I'm just gonna push through and I'm gonna talk about it on the podcast and hopefully I inspire whoever's going through the same things that I'm going through in life I inspire you to push through as well we are going to see me um, get stronger and stronger as a strong single woman in the game a strong funny comic in the game and I'm gonna get my weight back down I am starting um, this coming Tuesday I am doing a seven-day reset all vegetable raw food fruits and vegetable uh, detox diet to reset myself and you will be surprised I, I cut meat out you know after Thanksgiving on the day of Thanksgiving, I just did not want red meat or chicken anymore. I just can't stomach it, uh, which stopped me from eating a lot of McDonald's and, you know, fast food junk. So I'm well on my way to getting this weight off and feeling better and stronger and, you know, just disciplining myself like these athletes. I always said I'm a comedic athlete in my mind. You know, I discipline myself for my career the way I would think that a, a, a athlete disciplines himself for his career, right? So I, I also have to apply my diet just like they apply their diet. Even though our bodies are clearly different because <laughs> one, I'm a woman. Uh, and, and when I say athlete, I don't mean women aren't athletes. I'm talking about basketball specifically. So don't no one, you know. Oh, I was about to wrap it up. Before I wrap it up, um, that just reminded me. Donovan, oh my God, McNabb on uh, ESPN uh, First Take said the stupidest crap that I had to tweet about it. He said something about um, women prefer basketball over football because they like to see men in shorts I was like okay I'm not one to just hurry up and attack someone but that was stupid all right 
that and I'm my whole thing is that's just a reflection of the goofy ass women that he's around. Like how goofy are the women that you're around? Is that what you think about uh I don't know, your wife and her friends? Uh I don't know if he has daughters or whatnot, but it's just like, dude, really? Um, jeez. Anyway, I'll go off on that another day. But um yeah, so Christmas Day by Christmas Day, when I'm watching these basketball games, what's going to be very difficult is I also like to eat. I'm going to be alone on Christmas. Uh, I don't have any family in New York. It's literally just me and all of my comedic, my uh, friends in comedy. They all have their families and stuff. So much like Thanksgiving, um, I'm going to be alone, but I'll have my my best friend basketball for the entire day. The hard part is going to be not eating while I'm watching the game or not eating crap. So you guys pray for me. Um, Cavs and Warriors at three. Wizards Celtics at 530. That's going to be a good game too. Yes. Rockets Thunder at 8 p.m. Pretty good. Pretty good. And then, like I said, the Timberwolves and Lakers uh for our nightcap at 10 30 p.m that's gonna be christmas day i am really looking forward to spending some me time that is going to be my date to myself um i'm gonna start this reset it's gonna be from tuesday to tuesday i'm doing it for seven days and then christmas is coming up right after that let's not even discuss new year's eve um yeah, we'll just handle it one day at a time, guys, right? Stay strong, stay in the light, all that stuff. Um, go to speakfluentman.com, pick up my book, read it, and um, I'm going to read it too. Actually, I'm just kidding. I don't need to read my book. Um, but you do. It's a lot of good life-changing information in there. And one of the things that you will read about is just being honest and... And that's what the whole book is grounded in is is on being honest with yourself, being honest with others, specifically someone in a romantic relationship, because it's better to know now than six months or six years and four kids later that you guys are not a match. And, you know, the things that I talk about in the book, you can apply to any relationship. It doesn't have to be like romantic relationships. You can apply it to the relationship that you have with yourself and food and basketball. <laughs> okay. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to me everywhere. I am on iTunes, Stitcher, um, Laughable, SoundCloud, uh, Misfits Network, and all that jazz. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Numbers do count. I am going to be uh, getting back into the new year, revamping my Instagram page, which I look at as my personal channel. Like if there was a TV channel, the Von Carlo channel, what would you see on it? That's what my Instagram page is. So you're going to get more, you know, skits, comedy skits, and my Variety Carey character is coming back for the holiday season and moving into the new year please do follow me on instagram that is my tv channel for you until i have a tv show on tv and or connect it to the instagram page anyway uh fun stuff follow my social media please tweets me 
uh, tweet me, Instagram, you know, don't, don't DM me. I'm not going to read DMs. If you want to say something to me, say it publicly so I can answer you publicly. Uh, but I do have my live show on Station Head every Tuesday at 3 where we can, I can do a call in and whatever you want to ask me about today's episode or any prior episodes, you can ask me on the phone on Station Head. Use Coach Vaughn as the invite code and join Station Head. Download the app and every Tuesday at 3, I do this live. Uh, so you could call in those questions or comments that you have or whatever you want to chat about. Keep it to what we talk about on the podcast. Don't be asking nothing outside of that. Um, or if you don't want to talk to me, just listen in and, and hear me talk about other things with other people or just tweet it to me or post it on an Instagram post picture. Uh, your comments are always welcome. Your love is definitely welcome. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Numbers count. Uh, make sure you are subscribing to this podcast wherever you are listening. Go to coachvon.com or coachvonpodcast.com. Takes you to the same place. Speakfluentman.com is the book. Makes a great Christmas present for yourself or someone else. Don't let the title fool you. It is for both men and women. I just use that title for specific... Well, if you read the book, read the intro, it gives the background on where all of these philosophies, including the name of the book and all that stuff comes from. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I always enjoy um, chatting it up with you. You guys are my other best friend in the world right now. I love talking to you. Let's keep this train rolling. Happy holidays, moving towards Christmas. I think I have one or two more episodes, so I'll catch you up on how that uh, seven-day detox all-vegetable thing is going. And we'll go from there. Coach Vaughn, out.